The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. The Africa Business Focus Business Report is brought to you by South African Airways. Let's catch up this evening with Yaku Maritz. Yaku is the editor of How We Made It in Africa. Um, and Zanzibar is creating a bit of a, a niche for itself as a technology hub, Yaku. Good evening, Bruce. Yes, I think when most, uh, when you say Zanzibar, most South Africans Clothes, think of cinnamon, st- yeah. beaches, palm trees. <sighs> Sorry. Exactly, Sorry. like tourism, <laughs> resorts, maybe a bit of spices, um, if you have to add an industry to that. But yeah, there's this new uh, interesting initiative called Silicon Zanzibar, uh, which aims to promote the island as a destination for tech companies and their workers. Um, I I mean, there's lots of places in the world that wants to position themselves as this or that. But what, what is interesting about this is that the CEO and the tech team of one of Africa's biggest startups called Wasoko have already relocated to Zanzibar as part of this initiative. Now, many South Africans probably haven't heard of Wasoko, but uh, in the rest of the continent, they uh, are quite a big deal. What they do is they've got this platform that connects millions of informal traders in Africa to the manufacturers of consumer goods. So, for instance, if you're a small informal shopkeeper in Nairobi and you want more stock of Unilever soap, for instance, like Lux soap or whatever, uh, you would go to the Wasoko app, uh, order the soap, and then it will be delivered to your store. And just earlier this year, they raised um, uh, over 100 million US dollars in funding. That's in addition to millions of dollars that they've already raised. Um, Yeah, so having them sort of on board and having the CEO and his tech team already in Zanzibar is kind of a big deal. And so how Zanzibar is looking to attract these tech companies is by... Offering, offering them uh, work visas for relocating their tech workers, as well as exemption from corporate tax for 10 years. So yeah, I, I just think it's going to be interesting to see how many tech companies Zanzibar will be able to attract. They're, they're obviously looking at diversifying their economy. It's obviously a nice location. They are offering these incentives But yeah, we will have to wait and see. Boxing clever. I like it very, very much indeed. Um, Open air markets are nothing new. I mean, open air markets are a feature in many countries. I was watching Jamie Oliver in Italy going to open air markets and buying the freshest produce. Um, Open air markets in Africa, though, have got different connotations. There are the places where people go to shop. Uh, rather than going to the malls. They don't have a choice, really, in many, many parts of the African continent. I wonder if there is an opportunity to to shake up the business model just a little bit. Yes, there's this very uh, interesting company uh, in Zambia. Um, Maybe if I can just backtrack. So the, the, the majority of fresh fruit and vegetables in Zambia are grown by small-scale farmers and they are sold through these large, uh, often chaotic, informal, open-air 
markets, which is probably a, a lot more chaotic than you would find in Italy or <laughs> wherever. Um, now, like these congested markets have very few food safety measures. They have a lack of cold storage facilities, which often leads to uh, food spoilage. And the produce that the farmers bring to the markets are sold by third parties that work on this very opaque commission structure. It has been called the mafia-like system because the farmers themselves are not allowed to enter the markets. They don't know the prices their produce is being sold for. Uh, they don't have any information on how much of that produce goes to waste uh, due to a lack of cold storage. And in the end, they're losing a significant proportion of their produces value through these dodgy commission structures and food spoilage. And there's this company called Savenda Capital that has identified a business opportunity in this inefficient and unfair system. And they are currently in the process of establishing a modern technology-enabled, purpose-built fresh produce market in Zambia's capital, Lusaka. Uh, it's called the Zambia Fresh Lusaka market, and it is actually modeled on the South African municipal fruit and veg oh, yeah. markets, which are apparently some of the most uh, efficient in the world. And yeah, that this new market will have cold storage facilities, it will have ripening rooms, which will reduce losses and ensure the produce is fresh when it reaches end consumers. Um, and they, it will just be a lot more transparent. So when so farmers will, for instance, bring their crops to this new market in the same way that they did previously, uh, but each consignment will first be screened for food safety measures and it will be given a unique code when it is accepted into the market. And then the market's sales agents will then sell the crops on behalf of farmers to supermarkets and hotels and other buyers. And the farmers will know exactly to whom it was sold and as at what price because everything is tracked with technology. Yeah. And the market, on the other hand, will make money by taking a commission on each sale. But they are offering, they are incentivizing farmers to use them as opposed to the traditional open air markets because they've got a much lower and more transparent commission structure. And because they have these cold storage facilities, it means that the farmers will lose much less of their cool. produce as a result of spoilage, uh, which will enable them to make more money and for the buyers the benefit is that they know the produce is fresh and have gone through the necessary food safety checks and yeah this is just an interesting example for me of taking an informal inefficient system of which there are many across africa and modernizing it and the company actually uh, plans to roll out these markets throughout the continent because you've got sort of this a similar way in how fresh produce is being sold um, in Kenya, in Uganda, in Ghana, like, yeah, all over. Wonderful. Thank you, Yaku, very much indeed. Yaku Maritz is the editor of How We Made It in Africa this evening, wrapping up this evening's Africa Business Report.